Welcome to episode two. I'll be talking about leadership skills. Welcome to Transforming Procurement Podcast with Lourdes Koss, the show dedicated to help procurement professionals in their transformation journey. Lourdes believes that procurement professionals have the potential to add great value by becoming the best version of themselves. your host and coach. There seem to be more people interested in acquiring leadership skills these days. I am really glad about that because I think leadership is so, so important, not just for procurement transformation, but as a skill in general. And that's whether you're leading a group of people or simply leading yourself. I think that leadership skills are necessary if we want to be successful. I really think that leadership is a game changer in elevating the level of performance. The good thing about developing our leadership skills is that regardless of the field that we're in, the skills are useful. They're transferable skills. So it's really a good investment of your time and resources to up your leadership skills. These skills we can take from one job to another, regardless of whether the scope of the job is the same. We can also bring our leadership skills to our favorite social activity or hobby, And they're also useful in our relationships with our family and friends. Recently, I was writing an article related to uh, leadership. If you want to read more, uh, you can visit my blog, uh, Procurement Transformation. Or better yet, you can subscribe to my blog. I write about transformation topics, leadership, and other uh, related topics. As you can see, I am passionate about transformation. I think that it is a topic that covers many different areas and skills. Today, I'm talking about leadership, the importance of leadership skills, and perhaps some tips on how to develop those leadership skills. First, to be a leader, we don't need a position. It is the leader that makes the position. It is the leader that makes the position. I kind of like that. I think I'm going to use that quote again. We don't need a fancy title. We really can start right where we are. I remember back in the days when I started in procurement, I was a peon. I used to be in the habit of simplifying things for myself. It's, It's just kind of the way I I think and and look at things. So I was always looking for ways to improve upon what I had done before and find ways to, to be more strategic and more efficient. I'd like to say that I was being strategic about trying to climb the corporate ladder, but really I was just being myself. 
it was not like I was taking steps to grow in the corporate ladder, if you may. It was really nothing like that. And I, I hate to admit it, but I was really happy having a job, enjoying what I did, and really challenging myself. Though I, I can really say that I was consistent at it and was really intentional about what I was doing because I really enjoyed it. So I didn't really worry about what was my next step in the corporate ladder. I didn't have that level of awareness that I acquired later when I realized that if I move up in the corporate ladder, I can be in a position to impact more people, to have greater influence and benefit more people. But again, that did not make me a leader. One thing that I did know, though, was that I did want to make a difference. And I knew this back when I was in college. I wanted to have an impact. I wanted my efforts to benefit the community. I was working uh, for the greater good. In whatever way I could uh, contribute. So I focused on improving what was within my reach, which ended up making it better for others. So this is really what I did, and I, and I really, really enjoyed it. So it helped me to continue to do it because I enjoyed it, and I was consistent at it. And later I learned that consistency is a good quality, uh, a quality of a leader. So if I wanted to say, where do you start to learn leadership? I would say start by leading yourself well. I think that's what I did. If I wanted to be really intentional, I would have perhaps taken a class, but that was not going to make me a leader. Although that would have been very helpful to me. To me, that would have been a very good investment in my development. And I teach leadership, so I really know the value of that investment. Now, one can have the awareness of the type of behavior that a leader needs to model, but it is also very important to be intentional about taking action and model those behaviors or the behavior of a good leader. It is important to make the shift from the me focus to the we or others focus. We have to have the awareness and develop the, uh, the skills and the habits of a good leader. This requires a lot of intentional action, or at least the awareness that you need to be intentional about taking action. We have to understand that developing leadership skills is a lifelong journey. The more you open, uh, you're open to learning, the more you grow. And the more you grow, the more you realize that there is still plenty of room for growth. I think that procurement professionals need leadership skills to be successful. 
Now, think about it. The scope of work for a procurement professional uh, includes dealing with people practically all the time, whether internal colleagues, end users within the entity, suppliers. I mean, this is a profession that is relationship heavy. Let's face it, sometimes it's more comfortable to withdraw to your office and try to be self-sufficient and have the least possible interaction. And okay, we may all have days like that, but that cannot be the norm. Our days, or the majority of our days cannot look like that because that's not really in the formula for a a successful procurement career. We have to develop relationships, deal with people all the time. Whenever I uh, went to a new agency to lead a transformation initiative, one of the things that I liked to do was develop strategies that would put people in leadership roles. Perhaps it was a small process improvement project with internal audience only or an agency-wide strategic initiative. But I tried to create a safe environment for people to practice leadership so that then they could go out uh, to the and lead the teams, the procurement teams that they were responsible for and gain the confidence that they needed to be more helpful. It was not uh, a matter of whether they knew procurement or not. They were well-versed in the technical part of procurement. They had experience. They knew what to do most of the time. But perhaps because of how they had been treated in the past, um, it was less painful to stick to the comfort zone, particularly if they felt outranked by the end user uh, that that they were dealing with, and they wanted to make sure that they would, would have the support. So leadership skills are not in the category of nice to have, but in the must have category. As a procurement professional, we're leading teams through the procurement process, and it's essential that team members follow. If no one is following, then you're not leading. So it's really as simple as that. Procurement professionals need leadership skills regardless of what position they they have and what level at what level they are in the hierarchy in the um, entity. And I dare say that there are some people in leadership positions that are not really leading. And then they complain that the environment is toxic. I'm not saying that this is always the case, particularly if you are a new leader uh, to the agency. But it is your responsibility, um, our responsibility as leaders, 
to change that, to see that we model different behavior and have different expectations so that that culture transforms with the people in a culture that is more conducive to high performance. When you're trying to lead a team and cause the culture to change, we really need to up our game as it relates to leadership. That's not an easy task because growing your leadership skills is a process. That reminds me of a book that I read by Dr. John C. Maxwell, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, where he talks about the law of process. In the book, he says that becoming a leader is not a one-day event or uh, as a result of a short training. It is a process. And as we know, process takes time. And because it is a process and it's going to take some time, we have to also recognize that we have to cut ourselves some slack. We can't be too hard on ourselves if we don't get it right the first time. We should watch our self-talk, be gentle on ourselves. We don't have to get it perfect. That's what practice is for. That's why the process, that's why the process is important. It takes time. Having the heart of a servant leader is definitely a start and caring, generally caring about others because leadership, it's really about others, not ourselves. To me, it is clear that, that procurement professionals need to develop leadership skills. We all know that the role of procurement professionals involves assisting end users obtain the goods and services necessary so that they can also meet their mission and meet the goals that they have within the organization, which is to deliver the products or services within the community and the reason for their existence within the agency, the reason why they're there. So they have to fulfill whatever their mission is. We need to be other-focused, very much in line with, with the qualities of a leader. And, of course, we cannot give what we don't have. We can talk leadership all day long, but we really have to make sure that our actions are really consistent with our words. We really need a, to learn the skills and, and then be intentional about applying them. The skill of listening, for example. That's sometimes a skill that is taken for granted. Many times we want to be doing all the talking and not listen to what others have to say. And I don't mean hearing. I mean listening to understand where they're coming from. The reason why this skill is so important is because people feel the need to be heard. Until they, they feel heard, they will not 
hear what you have to tell them. And as procurement professionals, we uh, have we often have to deliver messages that uh, people don't want to hear. So listening and validating the other person is a skill that has like this little hint of magic. When the other person feels validated, they can then calm down long enough to listen to you. This applies to whether you're talking to your team, your coworker, or end user, or even in your personal life. We sometimes, with good intention of being helpful, we want to right away offer solutions. Sometimes all we need to do to help the other person is listen and validate their concerns. I want to challenge you today to spend more time listening this week. Try it for five days. Try to listen and validate more other people and see what happens. Leave me some comments if you try it out. So let me now kind of wrap up this session. We talked about consistency, intentionality, starting where you are. Leadership is about service to other, and it's not defined by title or position. Lead yourself well and make growth your objective and model the behavior worth emulating. If you need a place to start, start with yourself or start by listening and validating others more. People will at least want to talk to you because you're a good listener. So that's a great place to start. Well, that's all the time I have for today. I invite you to visit my website, lourdescause.com, enroll in one of my coaching programs, or join a mastermind. would love to have you in a mastermind. You can visit my events page. I am hosting a virtual site for the Live to Lead 2020 this year. A phenomenal lineup of, of speakers. Um, so I have the links there for more information and for ticket purchase. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time. Be well. Until next time, add value, grow, and transform.